0: You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots. Brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chairman, Captain Chris Lee.
1: My guest today is Captain Chris Wood, Grievance Committee Chairman. Chris, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Chris. Chris, talk a little bit about your background before FedEx and what you've been doing since you've been at FedEx.
0: Sure. When I uh, first came to FedEx, I would come from a 13-year active duty Air Force career, and then I continued on in the reserves for 12 more years. My uh, hire date was 2002, so I'll be going into my 18th year next month. My seat progression at FedEx started in the second officer seat of the 727. I then went to the right seat of the Airbus and uh, upgraded to captain in the Airbus about three years ago.
1: Talk a little bit about your union experience and how you came to be the Grievance Committee Chairman.
0: I was recruited to be one of the reps for the grievance uh, committee about 10 years ago. So I've been on the committee for a while. I do have a background. My, My degree at Florida State University was in criminal justice, so I have found a place where criminology, criminal justice, that type of background would cross with flying. So I think I consider myself an asset in that way. I've been on the committee for between 10 and 11 years, and I took over the chairmanship about three years ago.
1: Let's back out a little bit and take a big picture look at your committee and everything that it does.
0: Okay. I know the Grievance Committee is primarily seen as the committee that handles pilots' individual issues when the company violates the contract, so we file those administrative grievances. We also are the defense team, for lack of a better term, for pilots that may find themselves crossways with management. That doesn't mean they're always guilty, but we're always there as the defense team to uh, ensure that uh, the pilot has a, a representative in the room when when management wants to speak to them. We also participate; uh, the attorneys do in the PBRB, which is the Pilot Benefit Review Board. It convenes quarterly, I believe, and that has to do with if there's been a denial of benefits, primarily healthcare benefits or insurance benefits, by Anthem or our vendors. And there's a representative from the company, a representative from that entity, and then the representative from the union there to work those issues on behalf of the pilots. So it is a little bit bigger than just filing administrative grievances, which pretty much is our primary and our biggest role.
1: Well, let's talk about the administrative grievance process. What can you tell us about that?
0: The process, it is lengthy and it is robust, but the way it starts is you're out there, you're on the road, something happens to you usually through crew scheduling, And a pilot feels that something's been done to them that's not in line with the contract. So step one is for that pilot to contact contract enforcement. And that would be Ashley Davis or Eric Johnson or Rose Johnson, who's our senior enforcement expert over there. How would you like
1: them to contact contract enforcement?
0: The best way to do it is through a, a PDR, which is our new process. You can, you can send those over in writing, and that way we can engage back and forth and have that on record, or you can simply call them uh, through, the, through the main alpha number and the switchboard and ask for contract enforcement. So one of those two ways, but obviously the PDR is our new way of doing it, and that way we can have a record, uh, a running record in writing of everything that, that starts the process. When they initially contact contract enforcement, they'll inform us what happened, and they may send over a pairing or uh, give us a narrative through the PDR.
1: I'm sure it helps to have as much information as you can get on those issues, correct? It
0: absolutely does. So what I recommend is if something were to happen to you on the road, make sure that you're taking screenshots of your pairing as you move along if it's a scheduling issue. From there, the contract enforcement will contact their counterpart over at the company. And they'll send over a case. They'll, that's what the pilot will hear, that you know we're sending a case over. And the company will get back to us sometimes within 24 hours, sometimes within 24 days. That's the long pole in the tent is over there on that side of the, the river, if you will. When they send us their reply, sometimes it's, hey, you caught us. You know, you're right. And we'll go ahead and remedy that. And, and that usually ends up being some kind of draft payment, CMU something like that. Or they may come back and be obstinate about the issue and go, yeah, we, we believe we can do that. That's contractual. And that's where the grievance process essentially begins. So once it's been found to be a valid issue with the company and the company comes back and they don't see it our way, then the grievance process begins. At that point, Ashley or Eric will send a narrative of the situation out to the rest of the committee. And we have three attorneys that work on our committee as well. Terry McTighe, Eric Iverson, and Don McCune, who's our newest attorney. Um, He brings an aviation background as well. He's a retired Northwest pilot who also went out and became an attorney, so he brings that extra bit to the fight. And then my representatives, they're the pilot reps on the committee, and that's Captain Mary Murphy, Captain Steve Milligan, or Captain Rob Macri, or myself. We'll all have a look at the situation, and once we have a majority agree that, yep, this should go forward as a grievance, then Eric or Ashley or Rose will type that grievance up. That grievance is then circulated again to make sure that it's correct and the facts and the CBA violations are listed in there. And at that point, once everybody agrees it looks good, then I'll sign it and we'll file it with the company. We've been filing, on the average, about one a week here lately. Uh, There's been a tremendous uptick I think as the company goes into cost-cutting mode, so do violations of the contract for some reason. So we have seen a a big uptick in the uh, number of grievances that we have filed. Once that grievance is filed, we will put in the positive rate, the grievance number, and the title, and that this grievance has been filed. On any administrative grievance, the pilots can go to fedex.alpha.org and go to the grievance drop-down menu. You can go to the grievance page, and you can search by year and you can read every grievance that we filed. It's listed. It's up there, and they can also see where it is in the process. It's been filed uh, awaiting a hearing date, or it's been heard and, and awaiting a decision.
1: So you can essentially follow along with the grievance.
0: You sure can. It's, it's all on there. It's totally transparent. Uh, every administrative grievance, like I said, we give everybody a heads up, but it's out there, and if you want to go look at it, here's where you need to go. Once the grievance has been filed, By the contract, we have 15 days to have it heard. But as you can imagine, we have kind of a backlog right now, so it's not taking place that quickly. We get the grievance hearing heard, and the contract enforcement person that typed the grievance, that's their baby all the way through till arbitration if it needs to go that far. So they'll be present at the hearing. We'll have an attorney present at the hearing, and we'll have a grievance pilot rep at the hearing. And we go have those over at the company. And we sit down, and we essentially, they have their labor relations uh, people there. They have their contract admin people there. And the odd thing about this is that we are essentially appealing to the violator of the contract to see it our way. So we have it out over there, and it's usually a civil discourse, but it can get contentious at times and we'll convene the hearing, and we can either elect to leave it open because there may be an additional data exchange that one side or the other needs to provide, or we can close the hearing. After the hearing is uh, closed, the company has 15 days to issue their decision to us. If they decide to see it our way and grant the grievance, then we're essentially done, and we have a remedy for the pilot or pilots. And that does happen. It does happen. It's not always no. Or if they deny the grievance, then we have 15 days to file an appeal with an independent arbitrator. And at that point, there's a timeline that's set in place. And, and those arbitrations, it can be a while before they take place. We have five to six settings a year is what we call them, where these independent arbitrators from around the country will give us dates and date ranges We'll designate an arbitration to take place there, and then that's more like a courtroom atmosphere. But and Is it typically one at a time, or are you doing multiple in a day? Uh, it's just one, and, and sometimes those things take two to three days if they're very involved. Uh, so we'll have, it's called a system board. We'll have an ALPA rep that sits on this board. You have the independent arbitrator, and you'll have someone from FedEx sitting on that board. So it's three people. Obviously, we know how the two on the ends are going to vote. And then we have the independent arbitrators, the deciding factor in the hearing. Unfortunately, the wheels of justice turn slow, but we have had a fair amount of success in these arbitrations. And then we also have something that's kind of in the middle where we have settlement discussions with the company. To avoid an arbitration or after a decision has been rendered, we can settle something with the company. And those usually end up beneficial to us as well. So we do have a fair amount of success at these uh, these meetings with the so company. So settling is not necessarily a bad thing. Settling doesn't mean we lose and they win. That's, I know that's, what's, uh, that's a connotation attached to that whenever somebody calls over and say, oh, you settled. We don't take settlements that we don't think are good.
1: Well, piggybacking on that, there is a perception out there that we pretty much lose everything. What can you tell us about that?
0: That's something that I have heard on many occasions, that all ALPA does is lose. We just lose everything, and that's not really the truth. A lot of our issues, if you will, are settled in the pre-grievance world by contract enforcement. And we're at about 80%, a little better than 80% success rate on that. So that's hardly losing, in my opinion. And the other 20% doesn't necessarily mean that we lost out. It means that maybe what happened was contractual. Okay, so when somebody brings an issue to us, those uh, usually end up being settled or, or they have a good outcome prior to ever even seeing the grievance.
1: I'm sure privacy is an issue, too, especially
0: when you talk about discipline.
1: There are a lot of situations where you might have won for a pilot, but you can't talk about it.
0: Exactly. That's that's a great point. All of our discipline cases are under privacy, so we can't talk about it. We do brief the MEC, but names are redacted. They're just the situation and what happened. I can say that we do have a very good success rate at uh, helping pilots that find themselves in the discipline world. And thankfully, that's not been a big job of ours here lately, so I'm happy to say that's the fact. But we, we do have a very good success rate at you know, preserving jobs or keeping people on the property or limiting their discipline if it comes to that.
1: Do you have any final thoughts on the grievance process or anything you'd
0: like for the pilots to know? I, I would. I guess I would say this. We don't know there's a problem unless somebody brings it to us. And probably the most taken advantage of pilot group on the property is those first year probationary guys. Don't be afraid to call ALPA if you're unsure about something and let us work through that with you. The company doesn't like surprises, neither do we, but we don't, we don't know about an issue or that there is a problem until, until you bring it to us. So please, if you have any questions or anything just doesn't seem right, smell right, then go ahead and give contract enforcement a call and find out. If they can do this to you, because I've done it myself as a grievance committee chairman, I've been out on the road and I'll call Ashley or Eric and say, you know, this just happened. Can they do this? And, you know, they're like, "Uh, well, yeah, it's contractual. I'm like, "Okay, like going about my business. That sucks. Or uh, let's go ahead and 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 see where we can take this issue if it ends up being something that they need to know about or we need to know about. I
1: think that's important, especially for the new hires. Use the union resources. I've said it before. They're abundant. We have access to us through the PDR system or just picking up the telephone and calling, whichever you prefer. But use the resources. It's what you pay dues for, and it's what we're here for. Chris, thanks so much for coming. And for those of you out there listening, please reach out to us via email, fdxpodcast at alpha dot org with any questions or topic ideas and as always be safe out there and we'll see you next time